The Lord be with you. This weekend we celebrate the uh, fifth Sunday of Lent, also known as Passion Sunday, not to be confused with Palm Sunday, the Passion of the Lord. Um, this begins the final two weeks before Easter, and also known as Passion Tide. And it's also traditionally the Sunday on which we veil our crucifixes, we veil our statues. Um, this comes in part from um, the final words of the, the gospel for this Sunday from the old lectionary from before Vatican II. The gospel ends, uh, and Jesus went out and hid himself. And this is obvious application to our current situation, Jesus hiding himself, that He's withdrawn from the ordinary ways that we experience him in the liturgy, in the sacraments. Um, he's still there, but he's hidden, he's veiled. And this is also an important part of our own relationship, individual relationship with Christ. The temptation is that our relationship with Christ becomes uh, what we can get from him. We think if we're more faithful, then he'll give us what we want. And in a sense, that's true faith and hope. Uh, hope is our trust that God is the keeper of promises. And if we're faithful, then we will enter into heaven, into eternal happiness with him. And that's a good thing to desire. Um, but then on the way to that, we can... We can fall into the trap of thinking, well, uh, if I have faith, then God's going to give me the, these other things that I want along the way. He'll, you know, he'll cure me of illness. He'll give me the raise I need. He'll give me the money I need. He'll give me this or he'll give me that. But, and, you know, sometimes he does give us those good things. He gives us so many good things. But that's not what our relationship with God is meant to be. It's not just an if-then, a transactional relationship we put something in and then we get what we want back from God. He does give us good things, but that's not what our relationship is meant to be. We're supposed to love him because he's God. <laughs> it's as simple as that. We love him because he's God. He created us. We owe him our love. And so as we veil these statues, as we veil the crucifix, we recognize that Jesus does withdraw. He does hide from us. He doesn't give us what we want all the time. And that can be a struggle. But then, next weekend, Palm Sunday, Sunday the Passion of the Lord, Jesus has his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. So he's gone. He's gone from hiding. And now he enters triumphantly into Jerusalem. And some, everyone welcomes him. It's joyful. And I'm going to guess that's how it will be for most of us when this time of, of crisis is over and the churches are reopened. We'll joyfully go back. And that, that's great. It's wonderful. Um, but then following Palm Sunday, of course, is Holy Week. And by the end of Holy Week, by Good Friday, everyone is scattered again, except our Blessed Mother, St. John, and a few faithful women. Everyone else is scattered because they can't accept the cross. They can't accept that final journey up to Calvary. 
and that our God is a suffering God. Our God is a crucified God who has taken our sins upon himself and has to die to redeem us and then to rise again. And so for us, as we continue through this period of Christ being veiled and hiding from us in a way, um, we really try to purify our relationship. Why do we love Jesus? Do we love him because of the good things he give us, gives us, or do we love him because he's Jesus and we owe him our love? And then when he's, the veil is taken away, that we celebrate, it's good. But are we celebrating just because we think he's going to give us what we want? <laughs> or are we celebrating because we can enter more deeply into that relationship with him through the sacraments, the way he desires us to receive the sacraments? The Eucharist is there for us to receive him. Confession is there for us to be forgiven. Um, so that when the real crisis comes, whatever it is for any of us, you know, whatever, especially that preparation for our own death, the crosses that lead to our own death, will we flee from those crosses or will we embrace those crosses? Will we be like our Blessed Mother at the foot of the cross, trusting that when everything seems darkest, that God is still with her, that God is still there in the midst of her suffering, or will we run? Pray now that our Blessed Mother will strengthen us to be true disciples of her Son, and that in the midst of this time of Christ being veiled and hidden, that we will purify our relationship with him and continue to grow more deeply in our love, a pure and perfect love for our Lord. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.